90-day flambe, that's right, your favorite new stop every week where we check in on the people here on this, what you call it, 90-day fiancé show. And yeah, they're showing us the original now. So we're uh, knee-deep in the OG. And we don't know half the time what these couples are up to. It's kind of getting off to a bit of a, um, a boring start. Not sure. It's not the most exciting start of a season that we've seen or that I've seen. I'm not sure you agree, but that's, you know, I'm here giving my opinions. I can't really very well give yours. <laughs> Y'all have your right to yours and, and please have yours. And, you know, it's, these are just mine, but it, so far to me, my opinion is uh, Boar City, Dronesville. Okay, but hey, we pick up with Bilal. And he's uh, courting uh, Shida. And we catch up with Bilal with his sister, Nefetari. And they're staging the fake house. He's keeping up with this joke, this prank. He's going for it, man. I mean, talk about a poker face. He's playing at 100, man. He's going to see, you know, he's going to ride this out and see what happens. I'm interested to see what happens. I thought it would happen this week, but... Probably not till next week now, but yeah, they're staging the house with the word art and, you know, whatever they think they need to pull this off, you know. So yeah, sister, she's she's in on this. I guess she <laughs> she's looking for a good laugh too. I suppose we all are. I mean, this should be uh, at least a little bit humorous when the when this comes to a head. Hopefully next week. Uh, <laughs> he says, yeah, you know, I just want to know if she's, you know, she says ride or die. Well, I want to know what ride or die means to her, you know? I mean, come on, man. I mean, uh, yeah, we've only spent seven days when you really count it. And so, yeah, and everybody thinks I'm nuts proposing to this woman after a mere seven days. Well, remember T. Jones out here, folks? 48 hours, remember? No, not the TV show. 48 hours is how long it was went by before I proposed to my lovely bride of now 22 years, okay? 48 hours after meeting her face-to-face, -face, I proposed to her. And here we are now. Anyway, you know, he picks her up at the airport and sweeps her up and gets out to the parking lot to the top of the parking garage where it doesn't matter if it rains on your vehicle or not. And he, <laughs> and he kind of fakes her out right off the bat, you know, thinks it's going to be that cute little black Chevy, whatever it was, the little sedan there, kind of cute little sedan there, yeah, kind of new looking. And then he opens up the, <laughs> the van door and she's like, what the hell? You can see her. She's just kind of, dis <laughs> that's a double take, like immediately. Uh, the Scooby-Doo van, huh? Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. Oh, well, you just catch that villain, everybody. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> 
Rishi's up on uh, the 70s culture in America. I think that was when Scooby was big and back in the 70s. <laughs> I watched it when I was, uh, okay, uh, never mind. <laughs> anyway, Bilal, he's, man, he, he, he's not letting down at all, man. It's like, appreciate what you, what you got, honey. Come on now. Well, you're not putting my stuff back in all that garbage, all that trash, are you? We talk about, lady. That's my toolbox back there. Good Lord, man. Come on, man. Get off of your horse over here, lady. You just got off the plane. Now you're on your horse already. Come on, man. We haven't even got to the house yet. <laughs> oh, man. They get to the house, and they're driving up, and she's checking the houses in the neighborhood, and they pull up to the house, and him with his poker face, and her with her old stiff upper lip over there, man. I, I, I'm impressed. She's got the stiff upper lip. No doubt. Yeah, she is. Look at her. <laughs> she says, you want to play these games? Let's just see what's going to happen. Yeah, she's going to see what happens. She's shooting from the hip. Yeah, shooting the hip. Yeah, shooting from the hip she is. More like he's shooting, kind of flailing away over there, hoping this, uh, hoping he hits the bullseye. Not sure he's gonna hit what he thinks he's or hoping he's gonna hit. Uh, so yeah, I'm damn curious to see where th this is gonna go. Obviously, they'll get past it, but I just want to see, you know, how she takes this little uh, prankage that he's pulling off here or, or attempting to pull off. So far, she ain't happy. And he and he's even saying, you know, look, I'm not happy with your attitude, lady. What about the smell in that house, man? I wouldn't have been happy with what it must have smelled like in there. I hope they fucking went in there and sprayed some Lysol around at least. God dang it. Oh, man. Talk about musty. Musty and dusty. <laughs> okay, and next we catch up with Cara and Guillermo. Now, we left them with his expired Venezuelan passport, which they were both concerned with, you know, since, you know, he wants to bring her, you know, to the promised land, right? Like, uh, they need to get across the old border, right? I'm starved. Make a ride on the border. Okay, yeah. Make a run for the border, we do. <laughs> But she's being, she's actually doing a good thing by him, doing him a solid by going down and actually escorting him through uh, uh, the immigration and all that, you know, because they're going to have questions about that passport they are anticipating. And she wants to be there and say, hey, look, he's with me. Maybe I ought to get a couple of those t shirts, you know, or, you know, fiance, or, oh no, fool, fiance, uh, husband. Or, or dummy, or I'm with stupid, or, you know, one of those, or a pair of those kind of t-shirts that kind of lets you know before you even open your mouth what you're both up to there. So, uh, anyway, to cut down on the old questions from the immigration guys, I'm all for. I've had to deal with them guys, you know, several times. For some reason, they've flagged me from the very beginning, and they always pull me aside and give me a bunch of crap, man. It really pisses me off. Uh, and I give it back to them, man. I, I know I ain't got nothing. They ain't going to find nothing. So I I go ahead and give them the business, man. I mean, if they're going to be, you know, paid what they're going to get paid, then I'm going to fucking make them earn their money. 
and I do. I give them, I give them hell. <laughs> you know, this long, yeah, you could push them so far. You know, you could, you know, just treat them like people and tell them, hey, you're, you're being a jerk off, okay? And you're pissing me off over here because you're holding me up and I ain't doing nothing. So stop it. And they keep saying, oh, you're good. You're good. Take off your shoes. Oh, you're good. You're good. No, take off your socks. No, you're good. Quit saying I'm good over there. That's the last time. That's the last thing the guy was doing. He kept saying every step of the way. He was saying, no, you're good. You're good. We quit telling me I'm good. If you're not going to just let me go. I mean, come on. You're like annoying me. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. No, you just kept doing it. He was in the habit of saying that apparently. I was trying to break him of it. Not sure I accomplished it or not because they finally ushered me along they got tired of me uh, <laughs> uh back to our our cute couple there they're uh out of the they're uh, they're in the cab or whatever and catching up and all kissy face in the cab all the pda you could ever want and have and not want to live with and you know smooch away smooch and something about you know, you you missed my you missed my smell, but you didn't say it. Like what? Huh? Hey, guess what? What? Your mom smells like pee. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, while we're at it, you want to know what I what you smell like? You want me to tell you how you smell? Okay. And if I don't tell you how you smell, what I'm schmuck now? Is that it? Kind of like Valentine's Day. You can take care of business all year around if you don't rise up and become Superman on valentine's day and rise up above everything else you've done all year and everything else you've done all year ain't worth shit and now you're a fucking schmuck so if i don't tell you how good you smell i'm a schmuck is that what you're saying honey no 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 what we are saying is you're a little a little boy (laughs) little boy he's a little boy whoa <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, little boy. Oh, 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 hiding behind your mommy's skirt. There you are. Yeah, that's right. And then they. <laughs> And then, uh, if that ain't bad enough, they bring the friends in on it. Chris and Christopher, his a friend and a brother, okay, with the same name. And they're both getting in on the old, uh, he's a little boy, and an old, uh, hanky-panky, and spanky-spanky, and (laughs) spanky-hanky. Yeah. My baby does the hanky-panky. My baby does the hanky panky. Yeah. Yeah, spanky panky. Yeah, it all rhymes. We all know what we're talking about. Yeah, hanky panky, baby. That's right. <laughs> the old spanky hanky panky. Yeah, we love that. Uh,. Yeah, and they were really getting into that, man. He's sitting over there. You can see it on his faces. You fuckers, man. I'm getting about tired of listening to you guys over here talk about how I'm such a little boy. And that's about what all this hanky-spanky-panky is all about. I mean, you know, come on, man. I mean, are you going to get off your little trip over here? 
Llegó a la mente hoy grabar un Sanky Panky. Un Sanky, así que se dice, ¿verdad? Sanky Panky. Así es. Sanky Panky. Entonces, queremos grabar en el día de hoy un Sanky Panky. No, they ain't gonna get off it yet, their son, so he can see it. He's over there just steaming. God, oh, I'm gonna fucking do something I'm gonna do something bad over here. You don't want to see me get angry. So, the sooner they get off the old hanky spanky, the better for everybody, because he's getting pissed off. Cradle robber, she's doing the old, you know, toddler in her arms, rocking baby to sleep in her arms, you know. And, man, she should be respecting me and treating me like a man, okay? What the hell is with this little boy shit? I'm tired of that. I'm a man, all right? I'm a man, says Guillermo. That's right. He's a man. And third up to bat is Eve. And her boyfriend, Mohammed, from Alexandria, Egypt, he is. 48 and 25. Love it. Uh, age, who said age gap? Sit down back there, okay? We don't, we don't, uh, we don't shade age gaps at the Flambe, all right? Age gaps are just fine around this campfire. Okay, uh, this lady, my goodness, uh, how can you say anything about her without talking about her son right out of the gate i'm sorry what what his name is slipping my mind but he he is not i mean uh autistic down syndrome stage two kidney disease he's 12 years old he has to be cathetered every three hours just so he could pee I mean, oh my goodness. I mean, this lady, uh, right there, I uh, praise her. And, uh, you know, come on. Who, who's going who, to uh, be up for that? Anybody out there? Raise your hands. Come on. Anybody who's volunteering? Uh, that's what I thought. I mean, come on. And then, you know, you think... That, you know, after she's been, you know, without a man for eight years or something like that, you know, she divorced her husband and and they have a son together, but no love, you know, and she's been doing without that for several years now. And you think when she finds love that her friends would be on board and and, and positive and encouraging and. And, and uh, yeah, pat her on the back. Way to go, girl. You deserve it. God, go, you know, go get him, Tiger. But oh no, oh no, here we are again. Oh, you sure he's not in it for a green card? Oh, and her fat friend over there is saying, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think about, you know, hooking her up with, with someone like my son who's that immature and blah blah blah. Fuck you, jealous lady. Shut your fat mouth over there, okay, little Grand Canyon. Oh, I ain't gonna say it, all right? You all can put that together yourselves out there. I hate these fucking friends who can't fucking mind their own business. And if any got anything to say, it's all this negative shit. Talk about a reason to not tell anybody. Hey, uh, just a reminder, I didn't tell anybody about my K-1 situation, okay? I, I brought her over here in the month of October. Went there to the Philippines and met her in the month of April. Got the K-1. She came over in October, told my family I was going to do something different for Thanksgiving. We went to Vegas and got married. Come back for Christmas, went to the family gathering and brought her and introduced her as my wife. And nobody knew a damn thing. And they were all shocked. Well, guess what? Nobody had her. 
fucking chance to say anything negative, did they? Not that my people in my circle would have. I really don't think they would have. They don't roll that way. They're not like these fucking losers on these fucking TV shows. They would have been encouraging and they would have been go get them, Tiger, okay? Uh, But, you know, typically, you know, stereotypically, you know, when we get it on this show, fucking season after season, oh, boy, this the age gap, and oh, man, it's crazy, you've only known him for a short time, blah, 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 oh, they're just so full of fucking advice, boy, is their fucking marriage happy over there? Probably fucking not. Are they, they wishing they could have something better? Probably do. I mean, you know, they're just fucking hypocrites are out there fucking jealous of somebody else's fucking situation that's going to bound to be better than theirs because anything is bound to be better than the whatever fucking loser situation they're in. So they're going to pipe up and try to fucking get you. It's just like her sisters. They were trying to discourage her from fucking marrying me because they didn't want her to fucking succeed or fucking come to a America and have a better life than they were having over there. You know, it's all fucking jealousy and all these fucking nosy people to get in there. I fucking, I just want to slap them. Shut up. Have you ever dealt with people who are nosy? Yeah. And they simply just cannot function in this life unless they are in your business, having input and controlling every aspect of every decision that you make in your life. And if you do not do life the way that they think <laughs> it ought to be done, then they separate themselves from you. Have you ever done Good. that? Have you ever uh, met people like that before? Fine with me. That they are just simply Gee, nosy. Yeah. I mean, just literally nosy. Uh, I, I am amazed because, you know, in this life right here. Yeah, uh, well. I can just pick up where he left off, you know, and I, you ever dealt with those people? Yeah, I dealt with them too. They're no longer friends, okay? <laughs> who needs fucking friends like that? Who fucking think they fucking know what's going on? They don't know the fucking first fucking thing out of their ass, okay? Oh, yeah, boy, that's crazy going somewhere else to find a girl. Well, fuck you, man. <laughs> Screw you, man. I'll fucking do what I want. I don't give a shit what you fucking think about it, so shut the fuck up, you know? Well, I just, you know, uh, you know, I just, I think it's just a foolish thing to do, and I just, I hope, I hope Muhammad proves me wrong, you know. Fuck. Prove me wrong. They just got lots of fucking shit to say. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. That's just not how it's supposed to be done. You're supposed to fucking, you know, you're supposed to meet in church or meet at the grocery store or, or go uh, online and meet them online or, or go to some speed dating. Yeah, that's it. Screw you with the speed dating, all right? There ain't no gonna be no fucking speed dating over here, okay? <laughs> Anyway, nosy people, and this girl, she's doing so good. She's she's doing the work of God when she's dealing with her son. How's Muhammad going to deal with this, I wonder? You know, he's going to deal with it a lot better in these fucking so-called 
friends she has. Her friends can go to hell, okay? And I wish and 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 she said it, man, on camera. Hey, it's heartbreaking, people. I'm happy and I want people to be happy that I'm happy and all I'm getting is fucking grief from the people who are supposed to be close to me and and see to it that I'm happy and they think they're seeing to it that I'm happy by fucking criticizing my love decisions. Well, fuck them. Ace them. Ace them, baby. Just get them the fuck out. That's all. And our next wonderful couple is Jabron and Miona. Oh, I mean <laughs> Jabri and Miona. Thought I was the rock there for a minute, calling him a Jabron. Uh, he's uh, looking fly and uh, is uh, daddy's pickup. God. Yeah, of course he's going to use that to pick up his fiance. Yeah, he wants to make a good impression with daddy's pickup. Takes it to the car wash first. Leaves the window down. <laughs> wearing his little pink outfit or whatever. He's usually wearing pink or some, uh, some uh, something close to pink. Likes to make a statement in, in uh, Rapid City. Anyway, he's going through the car wash. Getting all soaked down while he dials up David. Or David, his buddy, calls him back. His uh, Siberian... Siberian. <laughs> Serbian friend. And uh, talking about Miana coming in two days. Well, yeah, man, we need, yeah, let's get the band back together. Sounds like uh, Jake Blues wanting to get the Blues Brothers band back together. Yeah, man, we got to get the band back together. I got Slim Shady and Space Cash and Randy and Snoop Dogg, and they're all ready to go, man. We're just waiting on you. You're over there waiting on your bitch. So that means we're all waiting on your bit. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, what are you talking down like that? What are you, whoa, whoa, dude. Come on, man, that's my girl. You can't talk like that. Well, dude, what are you talking about, man? She fucking was dissing me from the fucking moment I met her on the phone. What are you talking about? She's so rude. I hate her. She's so ugly. But she's my best friend. She's so rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. She's so rude. And she was rude to me from the fucking word go. She's been rude. I mean, come on, man. You can see it on her face. She's got a rude, mean face, man. She doesn't even look like she's going to be nice when she walks up to you, man. She's all looking you up and down, eyeballing you and shit. Come on, man. Who the fuck is she? She thinks she came from heaven. And she's like an angel from heaven here to fucking make our fucking day down here, all us men. Man, I wouldn't touch a woman like that with a 10-foot pole, man. You can't even, you ain't going to fucking be able to please her. And then you're going to take her home to and live with mommy and daddy. You went and spent all your money. And now you move back home. And that's when you're going to bring home your fiance. It's right after you move back home. So you're all going to be living with mommy and daddy. Is that what we're saying over here? That That's your plan, huh? That's just real good. That, that's, that's just real smart. Way to fucking... Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so daddy gets to pay. Another daddy gets fucking pay. That's just great, fucking guys. No responsibility whatsoever. And, you know, she's using you and you are using your daddy. So, yeah, you're both a couple of peas in the pot over there. Fucking couple of idiots. And so we ain't against you, man. Just, you know, we just don't want you to be all blind. That's all. Really, we're against you or against her. Okay, so he's ready to go 
yeah, he's all ready to go pick her up, you know, and he's, again, he's all dressed up in fucking hot pink from, you know, from the cowboy hat all the way down to the fucking rhinestone fucking cowboy boots. He probably wore his pink girl, girlfriend's pink cowboy boots while he was at it. And he bends down to pick up the fucking thing. And now she won't even spare a passing glance. <laughs> all just because I ripped my pants. Yeah. <laughs> rips his fucking pants in the crotch you know a safety pin maybe but i don't know a little too close to home be putting a safety pin down there but you know wasn't that bad you have to you'd have to be squatting down looking up right there to notice it so you know nobody's going to be you know be stirring his groin anyway what for he's he's fucking dressed up like a goddamn christmas tree nobody's going to be looking at his crotch or his fucking gap okay so forget about that Maybe Space Cash or Randy, but I'm not sure about Miona. I don't think she even cares about the guy. I think she just wants to fucking get to Hollywood. Like she thinks, <laughs> like she thinks the whole L.A. basin is like Hollywood. Yeah, she's got a fucking shot coming there. <laughs> Take her to Venice first. Yeah, right now Venice, boy, a real touristy place to be right now. <laughs> Pull up some of those YouTube videos from Venice here in the last oh year or so and. uh Enjoy, yeah. Yeah, well, why are you talking shade about her, David? I met her because of you. Oh, so, you, <laughs> so when y'all break up, you're going to blame me for that, too? When that happens, you're blaming, for me, blaming me for meeting her. Are you going to blame me when she fucking dumps your ass? Because cause you, <laughs> you already dumped the band, okay? You're already doing the old uh, Linda Easton... Uh, Eastman, the Linda Eastman thing. Who's Linda Eastman? Well, she was uh, one who married Paul McCartney and broke up the Beatles. No, it wasn't you know, Yoko Ono that broke up the Beatles. It was Linda Eastman that broke up the Beatles. Eastman of the uh, Eastman Kodak uh, uh, Fortune 500 company. Anyway, became Linda McCartney, a member of Wings, keyboardist for uh, Wings and Paul McCartney there until she unfortunately suffered and died of cancer, I believe. Anyway, but she broke up the Beatles, not Yoko Ono. And Miona, she ain't going to break up uh, anybody. So, I mean, <laughs> the black Serbs. Okay, you go, boys. You go, you know, if I'm him, man, I'm hopping back on the road and take her Go ahead and take her with you and see how it goes and see how she likes all the groupies. That would be fun. See how uh, how she likes fucking a uh, little uh, pimply-faced little teenage girls falling to his hotel room, uh, you know, after he uh, gets off the bus. He probably actually sleeps on the bus, so I'm not sure they even get hotel rooms yet. <laughs> they probably sleep on the damn bus. <laughs> they ought to get, uh, what's his name, Bilal's van. Yeah, there you go. That's a ticket. Get that van, man. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> man, we come around the final turn, and we sweep up Emily and Kobe, that's his name, right? Anyway, he's just getting over here, and you know what? They haven't had sex in two years. Gosh, how long did how long has it been since they had sex? Anybody? Oh yeah, that's right, two years, right? Oh hey, did we mention that they haven't had sex in two years? Hey Emily, how long has it been since you had sex with Kobe? Two years? Oh my God, I can't believe it's been two years. 
since they freaking had sex. Can you believe it? It's been two. Like it's been two years. Get over it. Oh my god. Yeah, it's two years. Oh jeez, I can't fucking believe it. it's two years. Okay, Emily, that's just nice. We're just so happy for you that you've held out for two years. You've been, and here they they bring us in this week with her pumping. Is that what they call it? Pumping. Okay. Something that every man in America wants to see and be exposed to. Damn it, we don't, we can't, we know we can't, shouldn't, don't want to be seeing those nips. Those nipples, they are off. Even the areolas are off limits. No areolas, no nipples. But pump action, oh baby, double pump action. Shit, two pumps going on at the same time. Oh my God. Talk about production. Oh my goodness. Open up a freaking store while you're at it, honey. God damn, you can feed the whole fucking East LA, East fucking Orange County, East Side Manhattan, everybody east of the river, everyone east of the Mississippi, uh, you know, you know, you know, hook them up with some fucking uh, bovine fucking joy there, honey. Yeah, that's real good. There, that's what everybody needs to see. Thanks, there, TLC. TLC decides it wants to be the learning channel now by showing us some lady on the bed pumping milk out of her boobs. Uh, that's that's just great. That's something we really need to learn over here. <laughs> but she's over there scheming about how, you know, they haven't had sex in two years and they need to reconnect. And my goodness, I am going to lock him in a hotel room for that first night. And I'm going to hold his son hostage. He's over at Grandma's. He doesn't know where that is. So don't even tease him with that. Don't even ask me to take you over there. Because I ain't taking you over there. And you don't know where it is. You don't have Grandma's address. So you ain't seeing your son until I say it's good and damn well ready that you see your son. And I ain't ready for you to see your son yet. I'm ready to see your penis disappear. Okay? So just br bring it on over here there, Mr. And he's like, dude, I, I want to see my son. You know what? Guess why? It's been two years. <laughs> the poor guy, dad wants to see his little boy, you know? Come on, man. What? And she's going, well, this, this, I'm going to surprise him. Oh, he's going to be so happy. Oh, yeah. This is one of these me gifts. Is that what they call us, right? You buy something like when, like when uh, dad buys a, a new TV. You know, or a new stereo system. Here, honey, check it out here for you. <laughs> we'll put it in the we'll put it in the uh, out in the garage where my man cave is, right? Yeah, yeah. Here, thank you. enjoy your TV, honey. Here, I'll I'll warm it up for you out here in the man cave. <laughs> a me gift. I think that's what this is. She's saying it's all for him. She's gonna she's gonna surprise him with a nine in a hotel and my extra eighty five baby weight pounds, my mom body pounds. Yeah, and I already know you're not going to be happy with how I look because I'm all dumpy now and I let myself go. And I know it's hard to stay thin, but I don't know, man. Some ladies are pretty good at pulling it off. Uh, you know, you take a look at Brooke Burke. I mean, she's had a couple kids, right? Well, Brooke Burke, hello. Okay, oh, well, she has time to work out. Well, Emily has plenty of time to work out, too. I don't see her holding down a 40-hour-a-week job. Okay, she could spend some time in the gym at the club and stay away from the refrigerator. Okay, come on, man. People don't get 
fat for no reason. So come on, Emily. We ain't buying it over here. So yeah, good luck on whether he likes your new mom bod or not. Are you, what are you going to do about that? Are you going to do anything about it? Okay, is she going to do anything about it? Does she have to do anything about it? Are, you know, mothers, new mothers required to do anything about it? No, absolutely not. But, you know, it's on them if they're going to do anything about it. And they're the ones that got to do it. It ain't anybody else's fault that you're there. It ain't anybody else's fault that you can't make it, you know, make it uh, different and, and slim down, you know. I mean, that's all on you, ain't it? Come on, honey, you know. So you don't have to. But you obviously think it's probably something that you should probably look into. So, you know, whatever. But you're right now, you are wound up with the two years and the no sex. And as far as you're concerned, two years is long enough. And man, it's time to have some sex, baby, right now. I'm telling you. This next song's called Everybody's Gonna Have Sex Today. (laughs) Oh, no. Everybody, 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 everybody's gonna have sex tonight. Oh, yeah. As long as you're having it with your wife. There you go. As long as your wife wants to have some sex. Because if not, better put your ass to bed. Everybody gonna have sex right now. Say, sex me, daddy, till the baby comes out. But only when I oh boy okay yeah all right there there's soul man 69 never heard of you and uh i can see why <laughs> but anyway emily nobody's heard of you either honey and nobody cares that it's been two years but you're gonna make sure everybody knows so now that we all know get busy honey get on with it uh, you know, give us a break over here. We're kind of tired of hearing about it. Okay, so as far as this show starting off slow like it is, we're tired of hearing about that too. We want things to pick up. So, can we have things pick up over there, uh, TLC? Okay, it's time to pick things up. Time to get this show light the firecracker under the ass of these people and under the writers, and let's get some excitement in here because uh, right now we're pretty much falling asleep. But you know. T. Jones, I ain't falling asleep yet. I'm still here. And uh, I just want to remind you as I sign off here the around 90-day Bombay, remind you all that, hey, don't forget, chauvinism is not dead.